Lolita. And we're the two Pilates chicks. Again, we don't know what our theme music is. I forgot that. But here it is. But here it is. Season five, episode three. Yes. And we're talking about language around teaching Pilates. Yes. The language around teaching. And we had a lot, so we'll just try to rein ourselves in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it'll be hard, but we have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of ideas and a lot of thoughts. And so hopefully y'all will... Join us on this journey and not get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might go in tangents. We might. But our whole idea was talking about how we're talking about Pilates to our clients. Mm-hmm. When teaching. And when teaching. And a lot of these cues that we get into that are really nitpicky and kind of getting into fixing. Restricting. Yeah, and like overly analyzing before we even let somebody just start to move. Yes. And kind of just like see where we go from there. Yep. And so all of these little fixing, like particular alignment before even just going. I like what you said. Your twelfth rib needs to be here, and this needs to yeah. be here, and this I mean, needs to your be chin's this. two millimeters chin, yep, this way, and a little bit this way. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like our what we were thinking, the main idea around this is that our language to our clients should not be restricting movement. Yes, it shouldn't be stopping them from moving or in inhibiting is that right inhibiting them from moving um because like you said we're guiding and we kind of talked about that in the last podcast Mm -hmm. which was i even even though it was like just a minute ago completely forgot (laughs) (laughs) teaching the body (laughs) but that idea of us that we are our purpose as pilates teachers is to be guiding the client in their movement Mm -hmm. um as they need not fixing we're not fixing them right but we can help them yes because we can help them feel better we can help them move um but you're right like fixing like it's just not it's just not language around i think it's not good language yeah it feels negative it feels impeding yeah like i think right off the bat telling your client this is what's wrong this is happening you need to fix this this is what we need to work on is putting this negative kind of vibe for a lack of a better word yeah into the session right from yeah. the get-go and it then feels it, icky it feels icky yeah and then it creates this idea of almost like anxiety around movement mm-hmm. where it's like oh well if i don't move this like one millimeter this way then i'm gonna get injured yes or i'm gonna get hurt like what's wrong yeah oh my hips like this oh my teacher told me my hips twisted and now i'm gonna like i i'm crooked i'm you know it's like <laughs> That language just doesn't help. And also, to your point there, it's like, well, my hip is this and it's not this, so i got to make sure it's this. Mm -hmm. Well, then that's all they're thinking about, right? So they're just trying to keep that wherever it is that maybe they were told this is crooked, you need to make sure this stays da-da-da. And then they don't know what to do. It's like, now what? Right. They're not moving. It's all about staying stuck in this, like, little... They're stuck. But also, okay, maybe they're femoral head has a little more rotation and they do have a slightly crooked hip but okay so then how do we move with that yeah like we're not fixing that that yeah. just is their body and i love that what you just said for moral head because it's like <laughs> we don't have x-ray vision yeah so we don't know the shape of you know like what is their their kind of hip joint shape yeah, what is it is it you know what's actually happening mm-hmm. in there we can't see in there Mm-mm. so if we're restricting someone's movement into this, like, whatever box we want it to be in, how can we not be then setting them up for failure? Yeah. In some way, without even realizing yeah. it. Yeah. 
Because we're just assuming, oh, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to fix that. And, oh, it should be like this. It has to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. It, it's just it's re- inhibiting that movement. It's stopping them from moving forward. Yeah. Because I think when we think about the language of teaching, we want to keep it positive. We want to mm-hmm. keep them moving. We want to guide them. Mm-hmm. We want them to get challenged, be stronger, be more mobile. Mm-hmm. So if we restrict them, we're taking all that away. Yeah. And then it's, so it's creating this person who feels like they cannot move Mm -hmm. until they're completely aligned. This box and this millimeter and this, you know, and like maybe as they're moving, we can say, oh, like, can you reach here a little more? Oh, can we stack these boxes a little more? Mm -hmm. But it's like, you're not, we were joking about earlier, like you're not. (laughs) taking a step out your front door and saying, wait, I can't wait, start wait. walking yet. I have to bring my last rib two yes. millimeters this oh, way. Make or- sure my hip is here and done. Okay, now. And then you're walking like <laughs> Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Because you're like, eh, eh, eh. Then you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. And, and we talked about that in terms of like what we're doing in the Pilates studio with our client is more dynamic stability. Yeah. Because they're moving and it's kind of like we were joking about snow skiing. Like you get off the the chair, do you sit there on your skis for a moment and go, okay, wait, I've got to get this over this and this because you're going to go down the hill and everything's going to be Things moving, are going right? to change. Yeah. Things are changing. Yep. You've got a mogul here. You're going downhill on this side and then this side. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you're switching. It's, yeah. It's you're avoiding. So you're using that dynamic stability because something is keeping you up. Yeah. But something is also while you're moving. While you're moving. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Like we are, we're teaching dynamic stability, not rigid stability. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah. And so as we were talking before, we were discussing the single leg circle mm-hmm. and, or the one leg circle. And it's like, so you, in that exercise, you're working the one leg as if it were your standing leg and you're reaching and that's the stable side. And then mm-hmm. the other leg's moving. But the hips are still moving. The hips are moving. You're in movement. Mm-hmm. The one leg, like, yeah, you don't want to be flopping all over the place. <laughs> but you're trying to find stability with mobility. Exactly. And you, and if you're trying to be so stable that everything's perfectly aligned always and forever, then the body can't adapt and you're actually not getting stronger. And you're actually more at risk of being injured. Totally. Outside in the real world. Definitely. Because your yeah. body doesn't know how to react. Yep. Because it's so, it's like when I tell people when you're first learning Pilates, everything, you're learning the choreography, right? So that's the language. We're trying to learn this choreography. Mm-hmm. And so we're just teaching and they're kind of moving and they're going really slow because they want to do it right, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I make the circle with my leg. Oh, I do this. But then once they've got that choreography, we want them to pick up that pace mm-hmm. to challenge that dynamic yeah. stability. Yep. To find that challenge point. Exactly. Yeah. And I even say, like, I'm just thinking right now about, like, side leg, different Mm -hmm. side leg things. Mm -hmm. And so if you're doing your, like, leg swing and it's like, yeah, you're trying to be really aligned. But I almost say to my clients, like, try to find that point where you're going to kind of tippy a little bit. And find that spot where you're challenging yourself to work against. Because it's other thing. It's like things are, you're kicking your leg forward and back. So things are going to move. They have to. Yeah. The pelvis, like the so, pelvis, is bringing your leg into flexion and extension. Yeah, the pelvis is going into flexion mm-hmm. and extension. Mm-hmm. If you think the pelvis is still in a side leg kick, that's 
That's not, and that's true. not going to feel good either. Yeah. It's going to be very rigid. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Makes my back hurt. Yeah, even just thinking about <laughs> I've been it. Thinking feels, about it yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I can like feel that rigidity. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, and that's the thing. Like in the studio, we're trying to set people up for greater body health in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we want them to essentially just be perfectly aligned and not move and, but really, yeah. what is perfect alignment? Exactly, yeah. I mean, your alignment's different than my alignment. Totally. And it's like, there is no, this is how it has to be for this every single person. And also, it just made me think, just my alignment is different depending on what I'm doing. Exactly, because it changes. It changes. So there's no perfect alignment ever. No. There's better and worse alignments. Yeah. But it depends on what somebody's actually doing the position they're in has to change. Yeah. You're sitting in a soft chair. You're sitting in mm-hmm. a hard chair. You're standing, you're cooking, you're moving. It's constantly changing, constantly changing. And there's not honestly that much scientific correlation between alignment and injury rate. Mm-hmm. And the body is very adaptable. Yep. It knows what to do. Mm-hmm. And And I think we take that away from clients a lot mm -hmm. is letting that, that, that their brain and their body kind of have this orchestra going and they know, so we're guiding. Yeah. But they kind of, you know, it's like your body knows. Yeah. Well, the body wants to be aligned. Yeah. It wants to be mobile. mm -hmm. It wants to not, you know, be restricted. So for giving cues that are very fix it oriented and kind of restricting where somebody can go. Yeah. They just, it, you know, it's just keeping that movement from happening. They're not going to feel good. No, they're not. And I think it's like, if you think about like arthritis, I love mm-hmm. this because arthritis, you think, Oh, it hurts. Right. People have it in their hips, their shoulders, whatever. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you don't move. It gets worse. Yep. So you think, Oh, I have pain. I shouldn't, I shouldn't move. move. But it's actually the opposite. It's opposite. <laughs> but it's kind of the same thing. It's like we don't want to sit there and take a movement away from a client because, again, like you said earlier, that is going to maybe create injury out in the real world. Yeah. Because we've stopped this movement and we've restricted and they think it has to be like this. And then they go play golf and they're like, oh, 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 oh. I know, something tweaked. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of goes, connects to our previous podcast on teaching to the body. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, if if somebody can't do a certain movement, why are we forcing them to go there just because we think it should look a certain way? Yeah. And why are we forcing, like, like again, footwork, like we talked about last time, like, why are we forcing it to be a very particular start mm-hmm. position, position if that's not right for them? Yeah. And so in the same way, if this person has their own unique alignment for that day and that exercise, why are we trying to force them to be somewhere Or tell them they can't move until they look a certain way. Yeah. And I think also realizing that getting the person, like we're not, I I love this. Kara Reeser said it in one of, one of our times together. And she said the chances of us injuring a client Mm -hmm. in the studio is so like, unless we forget like the chain and like a safety thing. thing. I mean, they're, they're going to hurt themselves outside in the real world. Yeah. And so we need to make sure when we're in here and teaching them that our language is in a way that's getting them to understand and learn for themselves 
and not restrict what they're doing in here. Yeah. Because then they go out there and they do something and they don't have the tools. Yeah. Well, and you just made me think of like, if our language in here is reinforcing anxieties around movement, where you're kind of that same thing, like, okay, you can't move until you're in this perfect alignment. Then the person feels more anxious around moving mm-hmm. and almost less capable. Cause they're like, Oh, well I can't do that. If you know, yeah, well I have this, this shoulder that does this. So I can't do that. I right. can't play tennis or I can't do this or I can't, you know, I, I gotta be careful. Cause yeah. So it's just blah, more, blah, blah, blah. it's more anxiety. Yeah. Um, which we definitely don't want to, add to our clients lives um but we want to help them feel more capable not more anxious around what they feel like they can do yeah and i think also when it comes to like you were talking about our language and what we're saying with the client is like you don't want them to come in and then every time be told what's wrong Mm -hmm. and don't do this don't move this don't 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 yeah make sure this and then it's like I would almost wonder why do they keep coming? Yeah, it feels negative. It feels negative yeah. and they're not moving. It doesn't feel good. What's all these rules about movement? Rules. Without letting their body be the guide for the movement. Yes. So I feel like the the rules can change, right? Because mm-hmm. they're moving and it's a different body. Um, and I know we were talking about like, I think also our language around teaching is and we'll go to it when we talk about our sponsors. But um, <laughs> but it's kind of like using our words, like you said, to guide a client. And so if something's going on and you know it and you can just guide them in terms of like, like Swan and just guiding them to like look up the wall and seeing where they can go mm-hmm. and, and not saying you can only go to this point. Yeah. Don't go any further than this. Yeah. Because why are we telling them what their body can do? Right. Yeah. Why are we stopping their movement? Yeah. Because we can, as they start to move, if we see things that need to happen or connect for them, Mm -hmm. we can guide that and say, oh, can you lengthen this? Can you make sure your hips are da-da-da or whatever it is? And and keep going. See where, you know, you're going to stop them if you think they're going to get hurt. Yeah. Because there's a difference between like a safety issue mm-hmm. and thinking thinking it should look a certain way and stopping somebody. Yeah. And I think Swan is a good because I had the same thing. Like for years, I was taught by teachers where I thought this was my movement, but because I couldn't do this, so it's like, oh, don't go, don't, 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 and so it started to restrict my movement in yeah. Swan. And I have found that with a lot of people as, as they've gotten put into this pockets and restricted. But it's like, let's see, let's move and kind of cue what needs to happen mm-hmm. and see what the body can do. And then they, they go, woo, and they can My do God, I can actually, I can actually do, do yeah. this. Well, cause so many people hate swan. They and, hate it. And I think it's mostly cause you think either you think I'm supposed to be able to get super high. Yeah. And so it's supposed to look like this. Yeah. Supposed to look like that. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, but then we have that language of, oh, but don't look up because you don't want to hurt your neck. Yeah, so then on when that starts. Yeah. Like, so oh teachers God, really? then start saying, okay, well, keep your neck long so you don't crunch your neck, right? And so then you both think it's supposed to be super high, but then you're getting restricted from, from finding not, that length. Yeah, because you're not letting your neck extend. Yeah. 
Because the cervical spine has, has to, to extend, extend in order to allow the thoracic to extend. In order to let the hips extend. Yeah. It all is connected. It's all connected. And, I mean, so for me, you're making me think of, um, like, our working on my extensions. Mm-hmm. Because for me, being super hypermobile, super. I can go there. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Woo! Way up. Like, <laughs> but I can go, woo, like, way into it into a point that's, like, not, not great. Good. And it's a lot of lumbar hyperextension. So instead, for many years, working with myself, I restricted my extensions to be super flat. Mm-hmm. And you cued me to really find the legs and find that reach through the legs more and that like length out, then, then the go up. back. Yeah. So you're still getting the looking up, but you're finding all that length first and then getting there. And so I'm getting into that position with length instead of crunch. Mm-hmm. So you're not restricting the movement, you're adding to it, but it's safer and happier. Yeah. And I think that's, that's so, it's, I don't know. I think there's a lot of language around teaching and there's a lot of when we go into later, what we'll talk about with our sponsors is, um, what we tell a client in terms of, you know, oh, this needs to happen Mm -hmm. because that's kind of saying, oh, you need to do this. This is what needs to happen instead of just saying, oh, can you push in there? Can you look up, you know, keep looking up, keep bringing your hips, do this. And it's like, they're not, you know, it's like we say with when we were talking before. I don't remember which co- podcast. I think it was like a personality or whatever. But it's kind of like your client's going to know when they should stop. Like they're going to yeah. know if I go, I'm lose, you know. And Or you can look at them and say they're not looking up anymore or whatever. Yeah. And then you say, oh, that's great. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> or that's like you can tell that's the end. Like, yeah, yeah, you can tell. You can spot. see it. It's yeah. The movement for them is done. But yeah, I mean, I like those layers of saying, oh, like, can you push more here? Can you reach, keep lengthening the legs, keep reaching here, keep doing this. And it's just adding layers to the movement. So again, it's, it's giving them these cueings that they're, that they can kind of tap into and think about. Yeah. And it's, it just keeps adding to the movement as they're they're going. And they're moving Mm -hmm. and they're not being stopped from moving. Yeah. They're not like, no, stop that. That wasn't right. Let's try that again. (laughs) Do over. Do over. (laughs) But it's it's kind of the same thing. Like if you think about, we'll just take kind of the the what is that a good one? Do you think for like set up the swan, like yeah. the swan on the box, and it's mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, you want to be set up in a way. But again, like someone's really tall, right? Mm-hmm. So they're just the carriage will be in where they can bring it in. Yeah, and and it's just this whole like not saying, well, you have to be in this. That this has to be like this. Your knees have to be, you know, feet. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Because it's kind of like what well, you talked about. Like you could go like in this huge big. Oh, for v. like yeah, my external rotation. External my rotation. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like figuring. I, I I was working with a teacher and we did this with footwork. It's like I don't correct right off the bat. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. like oh, heels together, toes apart on the bar. Yeah. And they're gonna figure that you out. See where they go. And see where they go. Yeah. And I think, I think that was the one when we were doing parallel, like mm-hmm. the arches maybe, oh, where you were yeah. like, because mm, you were so parallel that you're, you felt like you were internally rotated. Yeah. Well, because I have so much external rotation right. in the hips so and ballet. So for you, parallel arches didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So what's wrong with it being a little bit 
Yeah, why can't it be why a little? Why can't it be? So because my for parallel, you, that was parallel. Yeah. My, and that's what you, you always said to me, like, well, find your parallel. Your parallel. Because my parallel is a little bit turned out. Yeah. <laughs> but think about it, and I, I love this, if you watch people, no one, and I understand, like, you know, yeah, you want, but you're really not, like, it's it's not about the feet, right? Yeah. Our feet are touched all the way up the leg. Parallel, being in a parallel so, foot position is about the hips. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, it's where the thighs it's are. It's where the thighs are. Yeah. So for you, it was like feeling like, eh, eh. Yeah. Because it was like really grippy and crunchy. And so it's like, okay, well, find your, your parallel. parallel. Find your position here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's like the language around teaching is like, what's wrong with saying, you know, oh, well, what, where, where is it for you? Yeah. What works for you? What works for you? Mm-hmm. And giving them instead of like, oh, no, it has to be don't, don't move, stop. Yeah, all those negative All those negative, terms. yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, so you already said about, you know, because we don't want to go into the reinforcing, like you said, anxieties. Yeah. Um, and, and making them feel like flawed. and Yeah, like their movement is wrong. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, it's their movement. Yeah. And we're just making sure they don't get injured mm-hmm. in the real world. Yeah, and we're trying to get their body how it was to move the way their body moves. Yeah, and just understand movement more, um, adapt through movement more, mm-hmm. build strength, build mobility, build capability, mm-hmm. and that you know that just comes with allowing people to move and let the body and our guidance adapt them through it. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you did you ever work in a studio? Where they had like the plumb line assessments. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, it's like the little string that hung down with a little weight, and then they would have the <laughs> client stand in front, and the string goes like it's supposed to be that perfect, yeah, perfect alignment from your head from to your, your heels. Head to your, yeah. yeah, and it just it was like I could you could see the clients just start to like melt into like oh my god they close down they close Mm -hmm. down because it's like oh well your shoulder's a little like a millimeter higher on this and oh wait no but and it's like and then they go home and they're like oh my god everything's wrong everything yeah it's like and i always i was like oh my god that's so awful but um but yeah because i think for them to come in and then be able to move Mm -hmm. and us teach them in our language be in a way that is supportive and not restricting them and it's a it's not like what's wrong with you. Yeah. Kind it's of moment. More positive. Where can we go? What can we do? Yeah. I mean, and realizing no one's perfectly aligned. Yeah. No one's going to have a perfect this or perfect yeah. that. And at one side's always going to be different than the always. other. And I have clients say that like, oh, this side feels so blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, everyone has a different side. I had a client, she would say, oh, my drunk side. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, my drunk side. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a great way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, I loved it because she was a very positive person too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it makes sense because, and I tell people, I'm like, we're we're not symmetrical. People are not. Well, even. imagine like look at models, right? Like like if you look, especially like not the 70s or 80s, but if someone is perfectly symmetrical, they're not going to be a model. No, that's a little creepy. It's, it, it would be really <laughs> creepy. So it's the same thing with our body. It's like it's not, it lives, right? Mm-hmm. We pull things, we push things, we open doors, we move. move. And so, yeah, we're always like favoring one or the other and doing this or 
carrying mm-hmm. and it's like and that's fine that's, that's okay fine. it's okay move move through life and, and that's yeah move through life and then yeah. when they get in here we're kind of like if we see that kind of you know issue where it's like oh yeah they're really tight and they're not engaging that side then we can use that language yeah. of oh can you reach more can you reach that side a little more yeah can you push can this you push side a little more, more? A little more. Yeah. Because there's definitely things where we all have like a tighter this or that and one side pulls in a little yep. more and I have that and we were working on that today. Rotating, and, whatever. Yeah. And so giving the cues to to reach out of that side more, find that length on the side that's kind of shortened and tight. But we're not saying, oh, well, your hip is <laughs> in the wrong spot. So you have to, you know, so. So stop. Yeah. And let's fix that. Right. As yeah. you're moving, yeah, see if, see if you can, da da da. Cause then otherwise, like we said, we're just, we're reinforcing those anxieties. We're likely not helping them build strength or mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not and, challenging them cause they're not able to move. Yeah. So they're not progressing from mm-hmm. that. And that's exactly the opposite of what we want. That we we're want trying them to, to progress. Do. <laughs> we want them to feel good. We want them to like go, Oh my gosh, look how far I've come. Look mm-hmm. what I've accomplished. Yeah. So I think it's just a very important thing to think about because when we go through all of our teacher trainings and all of our um, like workshops and things, we often are in that like diving into it mode of like looking at what's right in an exercise, what is proper alignment, what is anatomical, this and that. And we're very much like in that. And then we forget when we're teaching, that's not the right language to use. That we want to it's keep very it different positive. as a as a teacher studying, yeah, and learning, and then the language with teaching. Mm-hmm. They're very separate. It's yeah. almost like we had this discussion you and I about anatomy and teacher training, uh-huh. and how much is too much and how much is enough, and yeah. and what is that kind of like that balance. need and balance? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes the client, it's like. I don't get it. They're like, eh, eh, eh. yeah, yeah. They're like, what are you? What are you, what are you well, saying? I don't understand. <laughs> What's wrong with me? What? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, it, it's, it's. You got to kind of get out of that teacher to you know learning mm-hmm. and think about this is a client. Yeah. That I'm teaching. They're totally not a teacher. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Different. And how you talk to teachers is different than how you talk to a client. Yeah. Because yeah. I know when I've had you in here and students have been in here, yeah. I will literally say, she's a teacher, so I'm going to say this. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what I'm talking about, where a client yeah. would be like, what, like, what are you what? saying? <laughs> I also don't want to tell my client, oh, yeah, this is what I noticed, because we'll be talking and da 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 yeah. and this is what we're going after, and this is what, you know. You just want to keep them moving. Have, exactly. Give them that session. That, that's yeah, why they're here. That's why they're there. <laughs> But yeah, um, but so I think yeah, the overall is just our idea of we want to be guiding our clients, not fixing them, not thinking that we're fixing them, and not making them feel like we're trying to fix them. I think that's key too. Mm-hmm. For they don't they don't think that we're fixing them. That something's wrong with them every time they come in. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I mean, bottom line is they know what's going on in their body. Mm-hmm. They know if they feel like crooked when they lay down. Yeah, because they'll say, "Yep, I feel crooked." Yep. <laughs> but it's that, yeah, that language around teaching. What are we, what are we cueing? What are we giving to this client? What are we providing them? And it, it should be reinforcing movement and not and, restricting it. Yeah, not restricting it. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. good. Yeah. 
So positive language too. Yeah, it's important. And this again um, goes Who's into our sponsor, Davida. Our sponsor. <laughs> our sponsor is the two Pilates chicks That's sponsoring us. the two Pilates Woo! chicks. And our upcoming May workshop, May eighteenth, talking about here in LA, here in LA, at mm-hmm. the studio, at the studio. Um, but talking about all of this sort of language around teaching and cueing, cueing, kind of the outdated cues, the cues that maybe don't work well, but that for some reason are popular. Reason, yeah, and 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 how to really cue in terms of. Because I don't think there's a right way. Everyone's different, mm-hmm. but we're kind of go through like you know what is the best avenue for you as a teacher in terms of cueing your client. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our outdated cues coming into some updated cueing that has updated science behind it, and not yes. these cues that we hear all the time that just really that science are has kind of yeah science has kind of said you know what no that's not that's actually, not how it works yeah because <laughs> I think it's important as teachers that we stay up with science. I think Definitely. that's very important. Yeah. Our practices of. should remain evidence-based. Yes. So that's what the workshop. It'll yeah. be fun. We're very excited. We're very excited. You can go on our website. It's mm-hmm. already up. Pilateschicks.com. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Instagram at 2Pilateschicks. Two Two Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! So thanks for listening. Season 5, Episode 3. Yep. And um, we'll get our theme music in and we'll see you next we'll time. We'll see you soon. Bye!